Well, the clock struck 11, but 11.57's where it struck me that I just couldn't stay. So I jumped on my scooter, headed home to my computer, where that damn work firewall couldn't get in the way. A new breaks up the course of the day. And this day would probably break me with no new night to break me away. Hello. Hello. Shooting like a bandit on the gravestone of the USA. Check one. Check one. Oh, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Smodco Nooner Show on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. I'm a host. My name is Marty, and uh, somewhere in the ether is a uh, confused Steve Cougar. You there? Yeah. Hi, Steve. Hi. How are you? I'm pretty rageful, actually. I've just been in such a foul uh, mood the past few days, and you know. Uh, by the way, if you want to tweet in, that's at Nooner uh, Podcast, Noonerpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, the Twitter, or I'm sorry, the Tumblr page is Noonerpodcast.com. Um, it sucks to have to do this today, but our uh, hearts go out to all the victims of the terrorist attacks in London, where uh, three men drove into crowds on the London Bridge and then went on a stabbing spree. Um I mean, yeah, bringing this like random violence on innocence is just is terrifying, and I'm glad uh, they were stopped, they were shot and killed, um, and I'm amazed that unarmed bystanders and uh, policemen fought back and hopefully saved uh, some lives, and uh, I'm grateful that the terrorists didn't have uh, their own guns to cause even more violence. Um, and you, did you hear about the guy who went back to the restaurant that was uh, attacked to pay his yeah. bill and tip the staff? Yeah, you got to tip him out. Yeah. I mean, that is that is the law, you know. Um, yeah. And he said he wasn't going to let terrorists stop him from having a gin and tonic with his friends and from flirting with boys, which I say, fuck yeah. Um, well, if you walk on a bill, don't they automatically charge you 20% anyway? Or is that a... Oh, that's if you leave your card there, yeah. Yeah, well, you. he probably left his card there. Oh, so he was just going back to get his card. <laughs> I don't know. What a, what a, oh, and he just turned it into this media opportunity. Oh, typical. What a dick. What, oh, yes. Londoners are like that, aren't they? Um, and, you know, what says fuck you to terrorism more than a well-attended, insipid pop music celebration with a Black Eyed Peas? And uh, will I am saying to Manchester, uh, thank you, London. Um but congrats to Manchester for raising over $3 million for the Red Cross and showing up in full force. Um, and with that, it's just embarrassing and sickening that our bloated president Uh-oh. is manipulating the acts of violence. And I, you know, I know we keep talking about this fucking guy. Uh, he's using this, uh, this terrorist uh, attack in London to push his anti-Muslim ban. Uh, he used the event to criticize the mayor of London and mm. to brag how terrorists can kill without guns. He's basically using this cowardly act of barbarism to instill fear in the American people, or his Twitter mm. followers, at least. Yeah. And what's the goal of terrorism? Um, to instill fear. So that kind of makes him complicit. If he's not, if he's being like, hey, everybody shit your pants, he's doing exactly what the terrorists want. Well, 
you know, he, I, I, I don't know which attack he was describing, but it was the first time I agreed with his language since he became the president of the United States of America is he called these people losers. And I, I thought that was really, I, I know because he doesn't have a real grasp of the, the English language. He, <laughs> right. he just, he, he pulled out a, a, a wrestling term, you know. That yeah, he, he has a Susian, a Susian vocabulary. Right. Yeah. But I, I did like that. I, I, I look at these people as as losers. They are not patriots fighting for their own cause. They're not very smart because if you wanted to shut down the Western world, I don't know, hack a satellite and everyone's Facebook goes down. And Lord knows we'd say, give them what they want. Like, I need to get back <laughs> online. Like, they're... I know they're disruptors and I appreciate disruptors, but they're fucking losers. Like that's just, you know, some dudes hacked uh, Netflix and got Orange is the New Black and said, we're going to leak it online unless you pay us. I mean, I don't remember what happened to that, but like, why don't you think like that? No one got killed over Orange is the New Black. No one should, you shouldn't blow up children for your cause. I think these people are, are like, I don't think the oranges, the new black people, thought that they were they were doing this for a cause. I think that these, I understand, but that, but, like, but but then you get like you, I think this is just a, a demonstration of how manipulated, uh, how uh, easily manipulated p- human beings are, um, and you see it in this country, you see it in other countries, and it just goes to these these horrible extremes um, where there's not a a, a lot of different voices happening. So when you have one voice, if so if you're in an Islamic country and you're only getting like one voice or you only choose to hear one voice, then you start believing really stupid things. And I think that's what the president is is also trying to do. But um yeah, so I think that like, you know, he he feeds off the rallying cries of his base when he does stupid racist national bullshit like this. Like like why you know spewing these lies and then just pushing this this muslim ban and then taking no responsibility for the watered down version that he signed um and so well, he's- uh, okay so i agree with him calling them loose oh oh uh, fascist let's not call them let's, it, it it is actually what the hell is a ban going to do? Well, the, yes. Okay. So because there's already people here, there are cells right. living among no, us. No, no. And not, and that's you know. the whole thing. So like uh, he he's not I don't think that's Okay, so he's dumb. Well, no, I don't think that's the goal. The goal is to to rally his base. And he's not interested in what the greater security. He's in, interested in inflating his ego and really, you know, he knows that the majority of the country's not with him, so he's just taking the the small base he has, or not? It's a sizable base, but he's trying to to really get them angry, get them uh, to to get them passionate, and he's also trying to isolate the U.S. from the rest of the world, so he becomes even more important. You know, he doesn't mm-hmm. want to share like the spotlight with Angela Merkel. Um, I feel like a world war is coming. I really do. I feel like all the uh, ingredients are. Yeah, I mean, just laying out on the table. He'd rather be the the emperor of uh, uh, of a bunch of isolated, uh, in you know, uh, dying uh, like being a 
part of a dying empire as an autocrat than the president of a growing democratic one. You know what? I'm going to take my Trump Pence sticker off my Subaru. I'm done. You know, I, you know what? I regret voting for it's him. It's a bold I regret- statement. And, <laughs> and I, let, I gave you a pass because it was around your wedding when I saw that on your Subaru. Um, yeah, I mean, this is. I like, didn't have the Subaru at the wedding. Come on. Uh, yeah, you did. You did? Yeah. No. I got to post the wedding. Oh, oh, you know, you had the uh, um, your, your Mini Cooper. Card. No, the Mini Cooper has a, a Lieberman gore on it. <laughs> I switched it around because I want I want a Jew as president. Um, but anyhow, like I think that Trump is is believes that he will benefit by creating this sort of ideological wall uh, around the country, and that's like the most success he's going to have at building a wall. Uh, I don't think he believes it. I think. Steve Bannon believes right. it. Right. No, think. you're absolutely, absolutely he, right. He's just right. along for the ride so he can sell some steak. But just so we have the facts right, the, the vast yeah. um, majority of... Okay, so we've had 13 Islamic jihadist attacks in the U.S. since 9-11. And, really? Yeah. And the, those violent acts have, because of them, we've lost 94 innocent lives. Okay. Um, the vast majority of those terrorists were U.S. born. And none of them were from the countries Trump wants to ban, even though some had lived in some of those countries or trained there. And um, we've had fewer Islamic terrorist casualties in the past 16 years than mass shooting victims in the past five months, five fucking months. So, like, what is the real threat to America? Like, something that... I mean, if you just look at that from a numbers point of view, like if you were a, uh, like a public health person, you'd be like, okay, this is the problem. Drunk, drunk driving. That's yeah, drunk problem. driving kills 7,000 people a year. All right. Like, <laughs> it's, in, it's so stupid. And, but, oh my God, Cassandra, I'm sorry. Huh? We're, we were totally mansplaining all over and, and we didn't even let you speak. Oh, sorry. No, I, and I didn't. Quiet. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Steve has spoken. Um, The men are speaking. Yeah. I didn't even know that um, Steve was here. And so I thought I was just walking in to see you um, having like a, like a Rush Limbaugh-esque, you know, like tirade all by yourself and like. That's, that was me last night. Um, On, on Mike? No, 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 just... Oh, just alone? In, in shower, naked, no shower running. Um, oh, did you have the weird camera angle that they have when they tape Rush Limbaugh's show, though? Oh, yeah. Like yeah, the aerial angle? And then I watched it afterwards. Just, yeah. Uh, like three times. It's dangerous when you talk too much to yourself because then sometimes you say shit unchecked and stupid. Oh, we'll get to that. Um, so with all this stuff, what should we do... Um, we should. This is what my mother told me yesterday, and Steve, you might have to translate. Uh, she said, <laughs> "She said the resistance is real," and she was so excited. She was thrilled. But Kruger, how how did she really say it? The resistance is real. Kruger, you've met my mother. You know how she speaks. What did she say? She, she speaks um, very clearly. <laughs> For someone who uh, learned English only a couple of weeks ago, she's very very, very fluent. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Those. Um, uh, those Rosetta Stone apps yeah. are really working. <laughs> she said that because um, she was with all her cousins, and some of whom are, are Republicans, and they all hate Trump. <laughs> that was her conclusion. The resistance is real. 
<laughs> well, I, I, I mean, I get it if you're a Republican, but he's not really a good Republican either. Right. Right. Well, and it's just a straight up asshole. Yeah. He's just a douchebag. Well, yeah, and and it's just it's embarrassing. And but okay, so with in regards to terrorism, what I'm saying is that we shouldn't ignore terrorism. But we should still be vigilant and fight it, and we have. And we we don't know the full number of plans that have been thwarted by the FBI and CIA, but it's probably dozens, if not hundreds. Um, <laughs> That's such a low number, but I guess that makes sense. Well, it's if, not like there's a ton of plans that exist. Yeah, been, and we've had um, 13 attacks in the past 16 years, and I think that that's all I, I know that ISIS puts out a magazine that detailed this attack. They said rent a van and um, run people over, back over them, and then get out and start stabbing. Like this, th- like this was set out in a magazine. All I want to know is where are they publishing this magazine? Right. Uh, oh, that's what the internet's for. That is what. No, I, I think it's like a printed magazine. I think like they distribute. Like who's well, so who's great. at the printing press going? I don't. Okay. All right. Yeah, there is a jihadist magazine, and then uh, I forget what it, it's called, Azan, I think. And the, I'm, like, <laughs> is it oh, no, like a jihadist is, dating it's, app too? It's called I mean, Inspire, I think. And the first issue had instructions on how to make bombs, and uh, and also um, twelve ways to drive the guy who rapes you every day wild. Yeah. And uh, interestingly, an amazing chocolate chip cookie recipe. Right, it, and like just, just six like melts skincare in your mouth, regiments that no one will see. So no one will see, but you know. Darren Husted knows the guy in the bar who uh, wanted to uh, just drink a G and T with his his mates. Um, that's cool. So, are, what do you guys, uh, uh, as a country, what are you guys afraid of? Are you guys like for America? Is there something? Climate change. Steve? Um, cord cutting. <laughs> um, cut the cord, do it, do it. No, Trump I don't will, get it. Uh, the TV business is going to be thrown into turmoil. Oh, I got, you, I got you, yeah. I got you, I got you. That's a real fear of mine. Well, no, I meant for the country. Oh, yeah, fuck the country. Yeah, well, Trump pulled out of the, the climate uh, change agreement, Paris agreement last week, saying it was a bad deal for the U.S. Uh, he didn't want to pay the three billion dollars that was negotiated in the accord. What we are already He's paid like, a billion dollars. Too much money on my wife, right? Uh, but if those that the temperature rises two degrees Celsius and continues, it will cost us trillions of dollars. Like he was worried about like losing coal jobs. We will lose. Like crops will be ruined, forest fires will rage, droughts also, will like, run rampant. Also, like lose the fucking coal jobs, dude. Yeah. Well, no, no. no. The, the, you want the Koch brothers to be swimming in their vaults of gold coins, Scrooge McDuck t- style. But uh, meanwhile, the oceans will continue to rise and flood cities. And sorry, Steve, New Orleans will probably be the first one to go. You know what's exciting for uh, me is that uh, a lot of these bad people are going to die in my lifetime. That is something to look forward to. And then you can do a little dance. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, and also, people will die from heat exposure. Like, and Yeah, who knows? Maybe I, they'll, they might live and I might die. Yeah. Like, if you think that sounds like hyperbole, that it, the CDC reports that over, around 700 heat-related deaths occur every year in the U.S. 
So that's with the current temperature. And so it's not going to go down if the temperature goes up. Is that more people think get killed by ISIS? Um, in this country, it is. It's mm. way more. Yeah. And, but if you really think about like these climate change skeptics, like the, the World Bank says that Americans produce 16 metric tons of CO2 per year per person. So you, Cassandra, have produced 35,000 pounds of CO2 last year. Uh, and, and it was all farts. Farts. <laughs> I was going to try to think of a, if I should make it like, and it all it went straight to my ass, or if I should right. say it was all farts. Uh, no, but that's like 320 million times 35,000 pounds. If you don't think that's going to change the atmosphere somehow, then like you're insane. Like that's if you don't think that's going to have a measurable effect. But Trump effect. is insane. That's true. And then that's meat, though, isn't it, Marty? Isn't it our our love of? Oh yeah, stuff? like the, the cow cows are like just oh. as bad as cars. I thought you oh, said, like, isn't it? I mean, it's yeah. It is uh, meat is a lot of it, but also what? meat produces methane. That that is the other uh, big contributor. Right. But um, yeah, absolutely, all the. The crops that we eat and the fertilizer that we put in. And th this doesn't even count the other pollutants we create. According to MIT, 200,000 Americans die prematurely every year because of air pollution. So that's 8 million people since 9-11. So it's not an apples to apples with terrorism, but like it's a shitload more damage than suicide bombers are causing in this country. It's just not... Right, but don't you think if we pull out of the Paris Accord and we become isolationists and we dismantle the EPA, things will get so bad that innovators will will jump in. You know, like, isn't it better that it gets bad? Um, I, I, no, I think that the innovators were... The answer going, is yes. It was I, rhetorical. I, I mean, yes, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you've got China spending $300 billion, like, investing in renewable energy. So if we... Did that? Yeah, that but like would, China was hella bad before. No, they're still bad. They're so, still bad. They're, right, but it perhaps, got so bad that people went nuts. Exactly. That's right, what I'm saying. Right, like, but, you know, maybe he is right. Maybe but we, if it keeps getting so bad. What did you just say? Maybe he is right. All right, we will see you next Tuesday. That was a good show, guys. I'll All see right. You. Um, Go ahead and that, pull but, Wonder but Woman China from the theaters. Doesn't doesn't elect its officials, and they could just do whatever they want and. I don't know if I've mentioned it before. I was there, and the air is terrible. It's far I, worse. I understand, than any place but in but why does it have to be that way? Why can't we point to China and say, "Do we want to be that?" And then the because people are dumb. I, so I, if I understand they can't that. Breathe and the the air and the water no, is, but is it, inhabitable. I don't think it has to go get that bad. Well, you you've not worked with large groups of people. Clearly, that, uh, clearly, it's all me idiots. in the Alex shower talking to myself. Um, yeah. Yes, you, you but, are using logic and intellectual well, reason. And also that's the, not what motivates large groups of people. It's fear and self preservation. No, exactly. Like this climate change is not a sexy headline. People would rather feel fear and rage than despair and oh shit, this is totally gonna suck. Maybe we should make a sexy P PSA for climate change. All right, I'll do it. I will strip for this. Yeah, get like some good looking people in bikinis and stuff and then like frying to death. Yeah. I guess the, the greater point is no one thing will fix climate change. Uh, it's happening. It will continue to happen even if we stop. But uh, that's like every problem, no one thing will fix it. It just takes a lot of work to fix it. it and you, by ignoring it, you're not addressing the 
you're, you're, it's going to get even worse. It's like, okay, I know somebody who has a lot of health issues, but um, has a, a terrible, terrible diet. And he'll be drinking Mountain Dew straight out of a two-liter bottle. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh, it's okay. I'm only pre-diabetic. Like, That's gnarly. I mean, just because Armageddon isn't here doesn't mean that it's not like right around the corner, you know? And so we do need to be smart and, and forward thinking and sensible. And that's just, yeah, Steve, you're right. It's not the forte of, of the human uh, psyche. Right. But the, the forces will pressure the market if it gets bad enough. Things are pretty good now. So Trump says. What? Trump says what? Jobs to Appalachia, like fucking cares. But, yeah. you know, if it if it does reach some critical mass, then. The, the next Elon Musk will go great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, coal fusion or what fission or whatever. You know, like they'll, we'll, we'll come up with something. But yeah, yeah, I, you know, I just you're, don't you're, think it, you're expecting leaders to actually lead, right? Which is, you know, and I just don't think we need to hit rock bottom. They just making money. Um, they don't lead. They're okay. That's not what they do. Hey, Steve, I thought you were going to live tweet the second time you watched Wonder Woman. I haven't seen it yet. You haven't is it seen good? it. Yes. Go on. Can't you can't it. you can't live tweet in the middle of a movie theater. I can. Especially in that kind of movie, my what? god, all what? the women in that theater kicked the shit out of you. I was just... Oh, it was a joke? No. It was at the all men's one. Where everyone's just looking at uh, Is there an all men's one? Sports scores during the whole thing. Is it really an all men's one no. though? Okay. I'm, well, I'm sure somebody tried. Uh, where did you, how it's was an all men's one where we turn the sound down and we just listen to Bill Simmons' podcast about sports, right? That's, yeah, exactly. God. Um, yeah, just like watch Wonder Woman but listen to Jim Jeffries stand up. <laughs> I like Jim Jeffries. Do you like Jim Jeffries? Yeah, he's all right. Yeah. yeah. I um, think he's funny. He's funny. But then other stuff he says I don't think is as funny, but also I understand how comedy works, <laughs> so I don't dislike him. We'll get to that too. Uh, so how was the movie? Oh, it's so fucking good. I can't. I was going to go see it on Sunday and I had a, a pile of work to do. So I, I, I turned on Justice uh, or whatever. Uh, Super, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. That's what you did? Uh, well, while I was working, I just had it on the background and it, it was so bad. It made me so disgusted that I didn't end up like uh feeling motivated to see the movie but i'll say i'll definitely see it yeah you should because it's unbelievable the biggest opening for a uh biggest movie box office opening for a female director yeah avar it's so real good you're welcome ladies you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) um how it's it's really good i cried i cried 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 uh and and I was like did nervous you, that I was the only person who was crying. Did you drown the midge? Hmm? Did, oh, you did? Did I drown him? Yeah, with your tears. No, I didn't uh, drown him in uh, my tears. Um, I couldn't, I was afraid I was the only person who was crying, but then I like, I heard sniffles around me in other places. And then like when I went and took to the internet and like saw what my friends were saying, I was not the only person. Like this is making women cry because... For the first time in my life, I got to watch a movie that legitimately made me feel like I could do anything in the whole world. And I'm like, oh, cool. Little boys 
little white boys especially get to feel like this their whole lives when they got to watch all the superhero movies and now I got to see this one and I was like oh holy shit like women are fucking badass even though I already knew that now I got to see it and it just made me feel cool and strong and oh so good and I didn't really like Chris Pine before I didn't dislike him I had no reason to but I, I didn't like feel one way or another and now I'm hella attracted to him uh, he's real hot now. He's just, I guess, because of his very Ken doll-like looks, you just prejudge him. But I think he's a good actor. I didn't even prejudge. I just like didn't. I, I felt nothing towards him. I was just oh, like, okay, he's fair. another one of those like handsome white dudes who they put in these big roles of like. I, I like for a while I was like, is that the same guy who does Captain America? No, no, no. And then I couldn't remember who does Captain America. What his name was? Uh huh. Another Chris. Yeah, it's another Just say Chris. Chris. That's a wine. Yeah, that's it was confusing, but I was like, okay, which Chris is that? This Pratt, is, Pine, Evans. Evans is mm. the one. Okay, so I was like, is that Chris Pine or is that Chris the other one? Because I know it wasn't Pratt and I know it wasn't Hemsworth. All right. Because I know Mia Hemsworth. Uh huh. You like him tall. I let him. I let him be Hemsworth boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, it was really, really, really good movie. Was it? Did it have like the funny quips that that are in the Marvel movies? So cute, yeah. Oh, there was did? like, okay. yeah, there was like funny, like super funny moments, and super bad. Like it, it just what I think my favorite thing about it was is that it was it had everything that when you go and see, like when I when you see the Avengers, which was a, another great superhero movie or when you see the first iron man and it's like wow these are really really good superhero movies it had all of it it had all of that shit exactly the same as the other ones except the woman actually had a superpower right but yeah yeah she wasn't just in a cat suit but like um I think that was what was cool is it was it's consistent with all of the other good superhero movies the only difference is that the Superhero is a woman. So, and that's, I think, what made it extra, extra good. And it was well-directed. Oh, it was fantastic. I mean, Patty Jenkins only only has one feature film under her belt, you know. Monster? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When I see Monster, I think, Wonder Woman. I saw an article that it was like, you know, if you successfully direct, like, if you're, you're a male director and you direct, like, a successful indie, like how she did, usually, like, within a year or two, studios are throwing, like, giant big budget projects at you. Right. And it, for her, it took seven. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, that's, that ain't no lie. Yeah. And actually, what's crazy is I didn't even know that it was directed by a female until I watched the credits and mm-hmm. it said Patty Jenkins. I was like, oh! <gasps> And a woman directed this shit? Oh, my God. And then it was like, I, I had to... Because the theater I was at said there is no scene after the credits. On Like, they had little signs around, which I thought was really good. Uh, right. I like that they did that. Yeah. Um. So, we're just, like, sitting there. Because there's, like, you know, pictures and shit during the credits. But I was kind of like... I was just like, huh, can we go? You know, like, to the midge. And we went. And I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And I went to the bathroom and I started crying even more. Aww. I couldn't, can, I couldn't. That's the cutest. And, and I cried the whole way home. It was weird. It was a, it was a really big emotional experience for me. I'm going to go see it again and hopefully not cry as much. Yeah. Um, or maybe I'll cry more. I don't know. I'm, I think it's great. I th- I'm, couldn't be more excited. Uh, Patty Jenkins was interviewed by the New York Times and the interviewer said, uh, this might be a cheesy question, but what do you want people to take away from this movie? And 
her reaction was, did you say cheesy? Cheesy is a, the one, one of the words that is banned in my world. I'm tired of sincerity being something we have to be afraid of doing. It's been doing that, uh, it's been like that for 20 years that the entertainment and art world has shied away from sincerity, real sincerity, because they want, they, they feel that they have to wink at the audience because that's what the kids like. Uh, we have to do the real stories now. The world is in crisis. Now, how d d does that resonate in the movie? Like, is it the sincerity and yes. the lack of irony? Um, yeah, I don't. I, I don't want to spoil too no, much. No, no, no. Don't spoil it. Don't tell it. But anything. like, you know, like a big theme of the movie is that that love is really what motivates people to do good things. She says, I wanted to tell a story about a hero who believes in love, who is filled with love, who believes in change and the betterment of mankind. I believe in it. Right. And that's and that's what it had. And so like there was even a moment where I was kind of like love, but then I thought about it and I was like, oh no, she's not talking about love between like Chris Pine and Gal Gadot. She's talking about love like the love that we are all supposed to have, that human, that humanity. She's talking about that, and I was like, "Yeah, I guess people can think that's cheesy, but I don't really think." And I'm not like a superhero movie expert, but like I no, feel no, like, no. but it's not even about superheroes; it's about art in general. Oh yeah, totally. Like, but she, I'm just saying that like I don't know a lot of superheroes that have that general. Like that heart in it, yeah, that heart. Like, yeah, they want to like defend people and stuff, protect people, but they also all have like villains, right? And like, you know, she had a villain, right? But Ares, God of War. Whoa, whoa, spoiler! Not um, a spoiler. I'm kidding. I don't, uh, Is it? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know that. But uh, so she, she says uh, it's terrible when it makes so many artists. Uh, she's talking about uh, this. Oh, uh, this, this sort of cynicism. Um, when it makes so many artists feel afraid to be sincere and truthful and emotional and relegates them to the too cool for school department, art is supposed to be, bring beauty in the world. Um, if you, if you t try to take that sincerity out of the movie, like, then your movie's just bad. Kruger, isn't, didn't you write something similar to that when, in your manifesto? I did. I'm not sure. I, I don't. Can you unpack that for me a little bit? I don't quite understand. It. Uh, she was just saying that so many artists are afraid to be sincere mm. because they and and truthful and emotional and sort of vulnerable because they would rather be sort of too cool for school and be winky and slick and 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 snarky. Specifically in the superhero genre, or just no, art in general? Art in general. Oh well. Okay. Like, what was what was a movie that made you cry, Steve? <laughs> Fury Road. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of. I, I don't. I don't cry at movies. Oh, shut up. That was another good one. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, yeah, and I, it it was making me think about directors because um, it's something I studied in school and I've met some, and you know, it's really. Oh. You just dropped out. He dropped out? Actually go there and operate the camera oh. and operate the editing machine. It's really, it's just about having good taste. I think uh, like Walter Hill said it in some podcast. <clears throat> and Mark a woman um, edited Fury Road. 
uh, what's his name's wife. Like, I, it's a sexist thing to say, but I think women have better taste in general than, than men. They're maybe more in touch with their emotions. I, I, I don't know, but I think they make really good directors, and it's peculiar that there aren't more. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, they're there. But I mean, I know, I know why there aren't more, because men write checks and men like men. Like, that's... Right. Um uh, I think that's great. I think, um, you know, she, uh, would you want a man directing Wonder Woman? I mean, could, it, would it, I, I don't know. Uh, well, obviously you want it to be gender. Well, no, not obviously. No, yeah, I think it really makes sense to have a woman direct it. It makes sense too. Uh, or I agree with that statement. That was in English. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I didn't, I guess I, but I wasn't even thinking. When I found out that it was a woman, it was it was by the end of the movie. I didn't even. I I I guess I am so preconditioned with uh, internalized misogyny that I just assumed it was a man because women don't get to direct anything, right? So, right. Um, but then once once I found out it was a woman, I was like, oh fuck yeah, that that makes sense. That's good. Good. I'm glad that that happened. It's. I was listening to Jordan Peele on. Nerdist, mm-hmm. and he had mentioned, you know, that part of the reasons that he wanted to be the one to direct Get Out was because he felt like he felt like he was the only one who could. Because he had said he was just like, I don't. He he had mentioned like I don't think any white director definitely wouldn't have been able. Like it had to be a black director because of what it was about. And so it's almost like Wonder Woman's the same thing. It has to be a woman to direct it because of what it's about. That's not to say that every story that has women in the protagonist's role no. should be directed by that person. You know that you know reflect a a, a woman or a black story can can only be told by uh, a black director. Sure, but like the really good ones. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, you get a you know a better perspective of the story that. I think someone's trying to tell. I think it's easier to get get that perspective if you're um, if you're really open minded and if you have a, a worldly view. I think that a woman can probably direct a, a male centric movie than a male could direct a female centric movie, because I think that they have they have listened to that male perspective for so long. Yeah, and I don't think men have necessarily listened. listened? Yeah. I don't know, man. Michael Bay directing Steel Magnolias, that would have been really interesting. Yeah. yeah. All they, they couldn't get the budget for it that he wanted them. <laughs> um, you want to blow up what now? Olympia to Dukakis? What? <laughs> Why do you want to blow her up? I mean, you look at somebody like... Dolly Parton. I, no one ever cries alone around me, and then she turns into a robot. Yeah. Now you're thinking. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> but you look at someone like Catherine Bigelow, and she's directed just a, a wide swath of movies that... Uh, none of them that you would necessarily call like feminist manifestos, uh, except for Blue Steel. Um, oh, we lost Steve again. I think again? I think he's saying something really funny about Kathy, or, or about... Uh, Big one. No. Uh, feminist manifestos. What's No, the the star of uh, Blue Steel, what's her name? Um, oh, Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis. Steve, are you back? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jane says, Wonder Woman enters at the worst moment in human history, and yet she sees the good and love in them and fights for that. And that's where we are right now, right? We're in the worst time in history. Oh, no, no. This takes place in World War One. 
Oh. Um, well, we're going to have to have a <laughs> Wonder Woman 3 is going to have to be about its current yeah. day. <laughs> Man, she aged good because, you know, she's in. Because she's a, yeah, she doesn't age. Batman. Yeah, I don't think she ages. Yeah. Uh, you know what's lame? Well, it's not that lame, I guess. But like, I'm just like, what are the odds that the Justice League movie is going to be good? Like, I don't want to see, because Wonder Woman was so good. I don't want to see her in another movie that's bad. Slim to nail. Um, like, because, like... I don't even know who Gal Gadot is. Like, she was in the Fast and Furious movies, right? Yeah. And yeah. She's in... Uh, Israeli? Yeah. She's Israeli. Um, my, friend, my friend is her manager and said she's very nice. She seems very nice. Yeah. She, she yeah. did a very Israeli fun, model, fun actress... On uh, Conan. Like, bodybuilder or something like that? Like, she does something athletic or something? Yeah. C- can I talk about that bit that she did on Conan? Oh, you go on. So do you want to do you want to give some background to what the bit was? The background is that Conan shows up to her with her personal trainer and her like and you know how do how do you train it took you 6 months to train to be Wonder Woman and like I have about, you know, 3 hours or whatever. And you know, so she he's like so what what looks what what can you tell about me? And Gal Gadot's like, you have weak legs, you know, and whatever. And the whole thing is basically like him just trying to fight and stuff. And, you know, the, the humor in it is supposed to be that Conan O'Brien is not as good or strong or um, good looking as Gal Gadot is. But, yeah. um, I, mm-hmm. And gosh, this is going to be controversial. Uh-huh. I think Conan is uh, funny, but I think that his humor is old and boring. And um, I didn't think that that was a very good r- remote. It's remote, right? A remote bit? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was that good. Um, and I feel like the the way that was that Gal was acting of kind of like... I mean, because she wasn't being particularly like nice or even um, funny uh-huh. in that. You okay. know, she she kind of like seemed a little I don't know whatever. But I kind of liked that she was like that because it was like she's probably sick and tired of hearing you know how beautiful she is or like it just it just like I just didn't think it was that funny. He does the right. same, he does the same bits with Kevin Hart and it's funny, but because Kevin Hart is funny. And and so it's it's funny to watch Kevin Hart poke fun at Conan O'Brien. But like for him to do the same thing with Gal, it's like okay, like we get it. Like you you exude this confidence of being like this big buff strong ladies man and can't understand why she doesn't like you and it's supposed to be funny but it's like dude like fucking so lame like who cares anymore and so i guess i just watched that bit and i was like i liked that gal didn't she didn't play into it and she didn't and i don't think she came off particularly as very nice but like good i I think that it's a shtick that uh conan o'brien has has milked for for decades yeah it's just we are in the golden age of television but we are not in the golden age of talk shows and there's just too many of them and they've run out you know it shouldn't be on once a week but it's stripped four days or five days so they've run out of shit to do and i find it very interesting that i think the funniest 
late night talk show host right now is what's her face? Samantha B. Samantha B. Like Chelsea killing Hamlet. it, killing it, killing it, killing it. She's only on, well, on once a week, though, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand the economics of it. But, you know, finally a woman has a show and it's, I think, the best one on television. Maybe neck and neck with um, John Oliver. John Oliver. Yeah, they but definitely have the two. The, the rest are, you know, I, I, I look, I, I'm of an age that grew up watching Letterman and adoring him like the Jimmy Kimmels of the world did and do. But it's over like that. It is just it's well, an ancient format. I, I think they, agree. They find um, a home in bits and pieces on on YouTube, and it's it's much, they've definitely changed it to be more of a let's get something trending going. And right, no, I, I, I get it that it's changed, but it's well, this but it's it would be better if. Like, fine, like, let it change, and that's good. Mm. I think James Corden does really cute, fun stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, Conan does the same shit. And it's like, it sucks, because I really, I like Conan O'Brien a lot, but I was, I just watched that, and I was like, fuck, man, like, this sucks. This, like, it's just you. It's just you. (laughs) You being the stupid you're doing the same thing with her that you do with Ice Cube and Kevin Hart when it's like, instead of like, okay, so this is Conan O'Brien trying to pretend like he's handsome and strong. This is Conan O'Brien trying to pretend like he's cool and street. This is Conan O'Brien. It's like, oh my God. Like, I, I did like Nutspoon. If you don't haven't seen that, just uh, go on YouTube and look up Nutspoon. Nutspoon. It's pretty, pretty funny. I, I also will say, like, I think the worst talk show host is also a woman because she's she's trying to be I, I don't know what she's trying to do, but I think Chelsea Handler's show is literally unwatchable. Oh I don't I, like I her. can't get through that. But let, let me get and to then, Oh go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. Uh, no that was it. I just I needed to shit on a woman because I was oh yeah, I yeah, built yeah. a woman up so I had to balance no, out the it, universe. It's, I had to say, yeah. oh the worst is Chelsea Hamlet. It's gotta be revenue neutral. It was Your only feminism. fair because we were all like oh John Oliver's good and but then I'm shitting on Conan so now much. you have to shit on another English person. Shit on another Brit. No, I like James Corden. Shit on you have to shit on two English, English people. English, English, My lady just worked with him. Said he's delightful. I, oh, I just I've never seen his show, and I, the the uh, the car pool karaoke is like okay. Yeah, no, I think he's like he, one of the funniest things, or one of the most charming things, is when he did uh, he did two episodes at someone's house. Mm. You know, and, yeah, 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 and like I know one of the persons who he went to. Uh, and and so I know it was not planned. I mean, it was genuinely like... Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, now, so he just seems nice. This takes me to an email that we got in, so I'm not going to play the male sex song, because I think we might end a little early, because I think I have a meeting. Um, well, that's good. I have a meeting, too. Oh, good. Uh, but I was going to be late to it. Veronica, no, I am going to be late to mine. Okay. Veronica Loughran... Lo- lo- oh, I'll never male get it And we've run out of time. Okay. Uh, I'm hoping you can help me understand something. <laughs> but first, I must apologize uh, if this is something you've already discussed. No, it ha- hasn't been. Uh, she's a little behind. Last month, Colbert did a bit where he called uh, Donald J. Trump's mouth Vladimir Putin's cock holster. And that was bleeped out. I cheered when I watched it. Afterwards, <gasps> quote unquote, people considered it a gay slur. And of course, Colbert should be fired. Um, was that the problem? I thought people were just mad because they were. It had to do with Trump. No, no, they they thought it was. They they said 
the critics called it a homophobic joke. Uh, what I'm confused about is how cockholster is a gay slur. Gay men aren't the only people who have had a dick in their mouth. Statistically, isn't it more likely oh, that well, more well. women <laughs> have had a huh. dick in their mouth than men have, or gay or otherwise? Did the LGBTQ community take offense to it, or or is this more of a social justice warrior situation? Uh, yeah. Great point. I think basically, yeah, that that is a great point. Isn't it only homophobic if... Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin were actually sucking each other's dicks? I think the the joke... He's insinuating that Donald Trump is le- a lesser man because he sucks, well, or he, he possibly sucks Putin's dick? Is that what I think he's really extrapolating? What it is is that, uh, that both Putin and Donald J. Trump are outspoken homophobes. And, yeah. And so by putting them in this position, it, it, it humiliates them. And I don't think you'll find uh, many gay critics uh, who would side on the fact, uh, on the side of the, the critics of, of Colbert. Yeah, I didn't even, because I knew that the scandal happened, but I didn't really read too much into it because I just had other things to do. But I didn't realize that it had to do with, I didn't realize it was a homophobic thing. I thought it was like more of like this whole Kathy Griffin thing where it's like, you can't do that because he's our president and you need to just, it's uh, it's our country, you know? Yeah. No, I, think I didn't it realize was, it was like people being like, oh, that's homophobic. Yeah, that because it was sort of a a slur, but not even a slur. Is it bad to be a cockholster? I don't think so. It depends what, what kind of person you are. I don't think I would like being called a cockholster. Yeah, well, I wouldn't call you one. Um but I'm more of a cum dumpster. But, I, but it's that's showing what, that that's what I was that thinking. he that's is what the, my mind. like Donald Trump is the bottom, right? That's the problem. Yeah, that that's what. It, no, that that is the joke. Is that? Well, I understand. Yes, the joke right. slash problem. No, but the, that, no, the problem was that it was it was uh, it wasn't. They people called it homophobic, and that those these are the anti-gay people uh, on at Breitbart and and all these other media outlets like Fox News calling him uh, homophobic. Of course, that's the whole point of the joke, and that is, and it, because it's just such a descriptive and sort of vulgar term, I've never heard the term cockholster before. Is why I thought it was funny, and I thought it do, does sort of uh, take Trump down a peg off of his his sort of testosterone tree. Uh, but did but did it all it all it does is rile up the left and rile up the right and nothing happens. I mean, well, no, he, he was um, admonished by the FCC. There, there were hundreds of... No, they of, didn't. Uh, they well, didn't file any charges against him. Oh, but they in, investigated They didn't cancel him. his show. Yeah. So what do you think about uh, CNN dropping Kathy Griffin for, for her? So she posed in a photo shoot with uh, a bloodied Trump head. Yeah, I thought that was and dumb too. It was... Well, no, I think Cockholster is funny. Oh, no, no. Yeah, what she did wasn't funny. Um, no. I don't really know what it was, to be honest. Um, I don't know if it was trying to make a statement. I actually read a really good article about the Kathy Griffin thing yesterday, which was like um, that she, her, similar to Conan O'Brien, her style of comedy, that very like Joan Rivers-esque, like mm-hmm. unapologetic um make fun of things no matter no matter who no one is safe kind of thing right. is a little old too and um so even though like 
she gets in scandals all the time because of the things that she says and she's you know typically very unapologetic and that's just her thing Mm -hmm. and that was successful for her for a while but like you even saw in Joan Rivers in the end of her career like people being kind of like all right like nobody want nobody likes this anymore and um the article talked about someone like Sarah Silverman who started her career off very much like that and now her new comedy is different i mean it's still her you know but like it's not like she like her comedy has evolved with the world sure um and i feel like kathy griffin's comedy just hasn't evolved well she found a niche and she's sort of yeah a, a vacuum that was made you know when joan rivers died and she just sucked got sucked up in there and i have to admit when i saw the picture i really thought it was andy dick and drag Oh, because I don't yeah, really know what Kathy lo- Griffin's looks like. Barely even looked like her, but <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, that's a dude." I uh, d- and I, there's the big defense of people being like, "Well, no one was getting pissed off when Ted Nugent was doing this to Obama or Hillary Clinton. Like, he's still invited to the White House, kind of things like that." Which is like, yes, that's true. Um, however, as sweet baby angel Michelle Obama said when they go high or when they go low, we go high. And I felt like there was, there's no difference. That's true. That's, that's a correct defense. There's no difference between when Ted Nugent sticks a shotgun and up Hillary Clinton's, like a dummy of Hillary Clinton's pussy or whatever. And her holding a beheaded Donald Trump. There is no difference, but it's like, right. Like nobody should be doing that. No. And and it's not funny. Yeah, it's just a thing. It's just it's just a, a statement that that you that you did. Yeah, well, and, and and what were you trying to? Chris say? Miller points out that people are mad, and these sort of acts they 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 get to maintain their outrage because of this. And I think that's that's what these yeah. that's what Ted Nugent's trying to do. I think that's what Kathy Griffin was trying to do. Um, well, you know, and I watched Louis C.K.'s most recent special. I can't remember what platform, but he taped it or recorded it post-Trump, and he made no Trump references other than, like, this joke is set in the future where it's all rubble, you know, it's the apocalypse. Right. And I really appreciated that. Like, uh, like there, there's enough, you know, uh, in the echo chamber, just be funny if you're a comedian. Yeah. But she's, she was just, I, I, didn't, I didn't get it. Like, you're going to chop his head off? Like, what's the punchline? Right. Mur- murder someone because you disagree with them. Like, that's not, that's not good, right? Uh, yeah. and, and that brings us to the, uh, what is it, real time with Bill Maher? What is it called? Uh, 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 Bill Maher, Bill Maher com- is... complains and is a libertarian and smokes pot and hates religion. Yeah. And so, women. I think that's, he, the, that's the original title. So he had, Bill Maher's a backward-ass white guy. He had uh, Senator Ben Sass on, who's a conservative from Nebraska, sen- a senator. Very f- smart, very, very funny. Uh, I actually really like him. I don't agree with him on anything, but... <laughs> Um, I, th- I think he was not even on the Cornhuskers. Uh, not even, especially on the Cornhuskers. <laughs> I'm a Pac-10 guy all the way. I don't know what that means, but that's what I'm told that I should say. Sounds like you know what it yeah, means. Yeah, I do. Uh, that's no. Um, and he, uh, Bill Maher, was complimenting him and and said, "Oh, I should come out to Nebraska sometime." And then uh, Ben Sass said, "Oh, you should. You should come out and uh, you know work in the fields with us." Um, because he was, uh, I think, you know, they do the thing with the corn where they, they have to pollinate yeah, they have the corn. Yeah, they have cornfields in Nebraska. Yeah. Corn huskers. Yeah. And, uh, or is that Iowa? No, no. Oh, Nebraska corn huskers. Okay. See, I don't know what I'm talking I, about. 
promise you. And then Bill, get to the racist part. Okay, quickly. Bill Maher just la- he said he laughed it off and said, "No, I'm more of a house nigger." And Ooh. yeah. Oh, and, I'm so proud of you, Marty. You said it. Well, I am quoting him. I'm not making uh, the joke. I know, but I don't agree with the word. Yeah, the we've, we've, we've I, talked about that. We've talked about. That. I know, but and so that's the thing. Like, so people just went out. Like, uh, he got some groans, and his. This is the worst defense you can have as a comedian. It was a joke in his like dry, sarcastic way. Earn it, earn it. You know what a, a joke is? A joke is when you say something and people laugh. That's what a joke is. Uh, people laughed at cock, cock holster and they were a little shocked, but they laughed and people ended up applauding. Some people applauded it, but it, it there the the joke is basically he's saying I'm you know if I were a slave I would be the ones in the house. Yes, and he used a term that was that was denigrating towards uh, towards African Americans. And is this Senator Black? Probably nope, not, right? No, he's Nebraska. super white. Yeah. yeah. Republican from Nebraska. Yeah, gonna, I'm gonna bet he's white. Yeah, I think he hey, got man, elected because he drove ask. the last black family out of Nebraska. And then, um, I, so people uh, are mad that Bill Maher said the this word. Yes, they they are they are. Maybe it's it, people. Well, okay, I don't know. People are mad that he said this word, but it's also like that. <laughs> Well, people should be mad at him anyway. Yes, he fucking no, sucks. He, he's, like, they should be mad at him because he's not funny. Yeah, they he should be mad at funny. him because that's where his, like, his mind, of course, his mind went immediately to yeah. saying that and thinking that was, you know, going to be a big laugh. Like, because look at him and look at his history of, like, the oh. things that comes out of his fucking mouth. Like, just because he is left leaning and might have, like, the same politics as, like, you and I, he's still an asshole and, like, yeah, I, I shitty can't, as fuck. I can't remember him like making me laugh. And I, I do watch the show because he has interesting people on, but I always get mad at him because he says these mildly racist things as as if it's okay, especially against like Asians. Like he'll always make a bad Asian driver joke. And just a few weeks ago, he made one about Kim Jong Un mixing up his R's and L's and like. Uh, that is That's like fucking, those are dead jokes yeah hack. yeah it, old, he should old, be, he should be fired because he's not funny right don rickles didn't even do that at the you know he got through that and figured out how to you know it's just it, it's but the thing about comedy is you need to read the room yeah 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 and and to be to, in his defense like he time it, and you know that's that's what the greats did like lenny bruce and yeah. uh, richard Pryor, but but to, I, I have no problem with him saying that word because we should say that word as much right. as possible and devalue it. But he's not fucking. It wasn't a good joke. No, and it was. It was a. It was a racist joke. I he could have just said anything of like, uh, no, I've never like. There's a hundred other things to say that like. Right. I don't want to work in the field. It is a live <laughs> show, and if you go back to the archives, you won't be able to see that they cut it out. So it is a live show. And he has made, or he believes himself to be politically incorrect. Uh, the problem I have with him is that he doesn't really listen. So when people, like he had uh, years and years ago, he had uh, at, on ABC, he uh, made some bad Asian jokes. And then he had, um, oh, I think it was part of the Sarah Silverman controversy when she 
had the thing, I hate chinks, um, that joke. I forget what it was, but you can look it up. But they had somebody from the Asian Defamation League or whatever who was trying to explain to him why what he says is racist. And he just was, he was basically unapologetic. And like, I think that if you're going to have a, a group discussion, it has to, you have to listen to what people say. It was like not shocking at all. Last time I watched him was when he had fucking Milo whatever on Yiannopoulos. there. And I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like you guys are fuck- one and the same. You one and the same. You just have different politics. Yeah. And and you know, he's anti vaccine. He's Is he really? Yeah. What and he's anti GMO. He's 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 an he's got for somebody who supposedly believes in science and is an atheist, he has some really fucked up ideas about uh science. But you know what? This is important mm-hmm. if I wanna just if if you and I if we all wanna just climb on our little high horse for a second. Uh, all right. Um, that this is someone who probably dislikes Trump um, or as much as we do. Uh, and yet we can say, oh, but this guy sucks and I don't agree with anything else he says. And I feel like there's a lot of um, people on the right side mm-hmm. who have very bad politics that people don't probably don't agree with. Um, but they're like, but at least they're Republicans, so it's fine. Um, so I'm proud of us um, for I, disliking. Uh, oh, you're you're so amazing. No, 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 Steve, you're amazing. I'm so. Thank you. We're yeah. so. We are so smart to be able to <laughs> see the difference between <laughs> an ally and someone who's an asshole. Yeah. Um, Jane says that Mar will say something offensive and then gives that cheeky smile as though to say, ain't I a stinker? <laughs> as if that makes it better. No, it's the, here's the, like, it goes back to, to what Alan Alda says in, in Crimes and Misdemeanors. If it bends, it's, it's funny. <laughs> if it breaks, it's not funny. Um, no, yeah, there's a Louis C.K. joke that I love. He describes a coffee shop kid, like, really making a, a coffee for him. I'm, I'm going to do the joke, no justice. Oh, I know this joke, yeah. Oh, we lost Steve. Well, that nigger made the shit out of my coffee. Wait, Everybody wait. laughs, and he goes, and the, he wait, wasn't wait, even wait, black, and it, wait, it's start. a huge laugh. It's on his comedy special. Okay. Wait. And it's like, yeah, that's a funny joke. What was you the know, joke again? Not, oh, did I cut out? Yeah. yeah. Fucking internet. Uh, he, it's basically, he's getting coffee made by some hipster in Silver Lake, and the guy's going nuts, and you know... It's a slow it's a slow burn to him going, My God, I tasted it. And that nigger made the shit out of my coffee. And everybody laughs and he's like, and the guy's not even black, you know, and it's an even bigger laugh. And he, you know, can delicately tread that tightrope and just stick the landing. But that's because he's a great funny guy. Right. And Bill but, Maher is a Right. But that's I mean, why if he's, I, if he's listening, I am available if you need if you lost a couple of writers this week and you know, yeah. staffing back up. But he's he's a hack. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's why I don't think he should be fired. I I don't think he should be fired for that joke. He's I think not he should be get fired. No, he's not going to no. get fired. But he's. I think that as uh, comedians, good or bad, you have to be able to have that freedom to explore your boundaries. And then when you that that's the whole point of comedy is to just jump. He's back had and forth. plenty of years to explore. He's explored. He's a uh, sure. Hack. Well, then we don't have to watch him anymore. And I don't. I don't. I can't take it. He's I, his I, monologue is so. Oh, it's old, the. Old I can words. never ever yeah. watch. I can't ever watch yeah. that show. And he really, so who the fuck is watching it? Uh, you know, he has interesting people, and he just never Men listens 50 to them. Years are over. He he, Ugh, he doesn't gross. engage in 
meaningful discussion. He gets he's watched by old white liberal professors, and he's, he's who like to sexually harass their students and talk about. Oh well, if we just adopted more Marxist. And the more I listen to him, the more I realize he's completely anti-Muslim. And it's, yeah, dude. Yeah, but like he defends it. Like, no, I'm not racist. I'm saying this religion is different. I'm like, no, that's not it. You can you can pollute any ideology you want with violence. And well, some he's just, have. I guess, opposed to religion so much that yeah, like he would be anti whatever. But yeah, but you know, he says, oh, it's different from Christianity. Oh, well, you know, tell that to the Crusades. And he said, oh, well, that was then. Well, okay, but. Still, it's same same whole thing. Also, like, like that was then. Like just because I mean, the the white mass shooters in this country all the time can be linked to like anti like the Christian based hate groups like the KKK. Like that was then is not a no. Valid it's not a, argument. right exactly. Go, give me a give me a phone. I'm gonna call Bill Maher right now. All right. Uh, well, he's he's actually he's bunking here for a little bit. Um, he's just in the bathroom. If you want, to I talk. can't believe he's always in Jumbo's life. clown room, and he's always with a stripper. Like he, well, at least he goes to the feminist strip club. Uh, he's just one of those guys. <sighs> like just enough. So uh, Jumbo's clown room is a a strip club in Hollywood. Not a strip club. It's burlesque. Uh, burlesque. burlesque. There's club. no nudity. There's no full nudity. Yeah, there's no nudity. Um, but and it's it. I don't know if it still is, but back in the day, it was owned by a woman. It was the only strip club in or burlesque club in L.A. owned by a woman. Um, and I was friends with a the bouncer there who ended up writing on Mad TV. You are now watching Mad TV. Yep. Uh, fuck him. Steve Owens writes in, "Hey guys and gals, last week Marty and Steve were talking about those." all of those ass cracks that were mad about the ladies-only viewing parties of Wonder Woman. Uh, they both said some things that made me curious about something. I'm not sure who showed up today, but uh, could each of you uh, who are there explain their definition of feminism? Um, also, where the fuck is Giselle? Uh, happy times, love you all. No, love you more. Aw, that's Steve, this? Uh, Steve Owens. Uh, oh, hey. San Antonio. Um, We'll explain to you, Cassandra, what feminism is. Yeah, why don't you guys start? Yeah. Quiet! Camille Paglia writes... That, no, <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> Our Bodies, Ourselves was published in 1962. Mm-hmm. It, had boobs. it had boobs and bushes in it, the end. I don't know. I don't know what feminism means to me. I, it's, a, it's a constantly changing ideology. Well, I think the Oh, go ahead. You you go ahead. Well, no, I was No, I was talking to Steve. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> Please be quiet. The men are <laughs> I'm sorry. This never gets old. It's funny. Uh, uh I <laughs> so fucking hack. I know it's terrible. It's, you I guys are you guys are immediately I'm looking for a job. You guys are whining about all these uh lame ass talk show hosts and here you guys are. I know. We're old though. Yep. Um I don't know what feminist means either. Because um, I walk a fine line of becoming a full-blown misandrist and uh, just hating men altogether. Um, so my definition of it is is very... Uh, it's, it changes. It changes on a day-to-day basis depending on what's going on. Uh, overall, I think just treating women 
equally and in the sense of that we're people and we are just as we're just as we're just as everything as a man is except a few days in the month right am i right steve Woo! Um, yeah yeah except a few days in the month where women if they are some of the people who experience these certain symptoms become a little bit more emotional and aggressive meanwhile if you push a dude in a bar after a beer you have (laughs) the potential of dealing with someone who's a completely unreasonable child in the matter of seconds. Oh, yeah. But yeah, we do bleed from our <laughs> pussies a couple days of the week, a couple days of the month. Wee woo. Lock you know, her up in the cage. Kid, my parents gave me a, a, a book about puberty, like a little cartoon book. Or maybe my, my mom just gave it to me. You know, it was like, this is, you're going through changes, read this book. And I came to the page on menstruation, and it was a little animated female marking off her calendar, marking off the 28th day. And I kind of skimmed the. Um, you, you skimmed the you what? Skimmed yeah. the period All part? women menstruated on the 28th. Oh, that's funny. So he took it literally. Oh, right. The, on the 28th day. So yeah. The <laughs> okay. end. I would go up to girls like, what's the matter with you? Is it the 28th? And they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, am I right, guys? 28th coming. They're like, what the fuck happens on the 28th? Oh, like, that is you know. hilarious. I, yeah. Yeah. And and once every four years in February, it lasts one extra day. I well, guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's funny. I don't think we'd be a society if everyone menstruated on the same day on Earth. I don't know. I think that we could probably figure it out. Because yeah. when you get a couple, like, there is a um, kind of unspoken, like, solidarity that two women have or three women or four women, depending on how many women are around each other on their period at the same time, mm-hmm. where like you can immediately go like to just another one woman, just be like, Oh fuck. Like, I'm sorry. I'm a little out of it right now. I just like, I've cramps like a motherfucker right now. And you know, and then the other girl woman can go period. And he goes, yes. And then you're just immediately on the same page and have more understanding. So perhaps Men need to have periods. So well, they can you know, have- sometimes I get the cramps real hard. That's what I was going to do when uh, my my wife went to the Women's March in D.C. and I was going to go um, and sell, right? Tell the story. Uh, go on. Hot, hot tampons, because it was super cold, you know, it was like in the 20s. And <laughs> there's a tampons. million women. Get They've your all tampons. Got hot tampons, five for a dollar. And then you see a picture of... You on the Huffington Post being like, this fucking dick. (laughs) Entrepreneur, not a dick. American. True American. Uh, A million women. There's got to be like at least 300,000 menstruating and it's cold. So like a hot tamp, like a hot steam tampon, you know, one of those uh, hot dog bun doohickeys. To answer Steve Owen's question, I think What do you think a tampon looks like? (laughs) I, a I don't know. Bun I around one. a string, yeah. yeah, basically that you can heat up in the microwave for like just <laughs> like ten seconds. You don't want to burn nothing. Um, but no, it, uh, feminism is about that is is advocating that the concept that women should be treated equally with every other gender. Well, that's I mean that's what it is. You know, it's just like 
but that, I, that's the, that's the definite that's what it is it's right. just that is being the treated definition. equal the reason i can't just come out and say that straight up is because men piss me off so fucking much that i'm kind of like suddenly starting to see um why misogyny still around but on the other side where i'm like oh yeah yeah it is easy to hate the person of the other gender <laughs> Yeah, well, sure, and and there are distinct gender differences as we're talking about with directors, but I I think that uh, one one reason why people get or especially these uh, what do they call them, the the anti-feminist people, the M M M R A. Yeah, yeah, men's rights, men's rights activists, activists, advocates, advocates. Yeah, they they believe that tiny dick pussy bitches. If there's any sort of iniquity the other way that that is like anti-male but we have lived in a society uh, the if we just look at the u.s alone of 300 years of male dominance and just like uh when you hear about things like um uh what is it called um affirmative action uh for for blacks to get in have special treatment um not special treatment but just Acknowledging that there there is a, a disparity and that they they get special consideration uh, for like entering into colleges that is people complain that that's racism but it's really a, about a way to sort of equalize and that's you we know we have to uh, like yeah, sorry no no well I mean, it's just a constant and these things should be discussed they they should be discussed rationally but it's like it, it is a constant juggling thing. Be- you have we have to do it you have to do it you have to like in order to get it equal in the long run we have to do these things because people can't be trusted i don't know why it's making me think of trickle down economics but it is no no, it's the same where it's like it's you can't trust people to act you can't trust people to act well so you have to do these things you have to be like Mm -hmm. sorry that your fucking white kid couldn't get into the college because they have to let people of color in right your one little snowflake is like then there's generations of a exactly like like tough shit you know like we have to we have to do these things like we have to we have to hire more women and people of color in hollywood right now because there's not enough and because if you you obviously you've proved for however many years that you can't do it. Like white men have proved right. for ever that they when that they can't be trusted to include anybody else. Yeah, and and I've met. Sorry. No, I know commercial actors. Hashtag not all white men, but like. I've yeah. I know so many commercial actors who like complained to me like, oh, you know, it's hard, so hard for me to get a role because I'm a white male, you know. And they're casting, they try to, everything that is casting to, to be ethnically diverse. It's like, oh, well, welcome to the fucking world, you yeah, know? like, good, great, yeah. cool. And as I said... Don't worry, they're not, <laughs> not every role is going to go away. Yeah, and uh, yeah, maybe you should be better. And and as I said exactly, before... Exactly, like, like now, like, white men can... Oh, God, I feel like in, I'm going to hate in, Rampage. No, in, not in to- any system, somebody's going to get fucked. And then the idea is to just to have these discussions and have these uh, look at things and what see what's the least fucked up <laughs> way well, to, to, to also do things. Also, just like let, it's just like even by evening the playing field like that with between men and women or between, you know, like all the d- different minorities and things like that, like it just sets us up for a uh, world where the most competent people are the ones who, you know, have the opportunity to get shit done. Yeah, you know, 
Yeah. Right, but that woman that directed Wonder Woman, she didn't get it because affirmative action. The, the the culture changed, and people demanded, you know, stories for other people. So yeah. for us, by us, for us, by us. Yeah. yeah, and she and she she got to prove her competence. Yeah, because the movie is fucking amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah. So and yeah, th- these are these are good things that are going to be better for society. Maybe shitty for your little snowflake who who didn't ace the SATs, you know. Um, so that's my definition of feminism. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, I hope that clarifies things. You know, it it, it is always. When you hear about these this women's only screening, it doesn't bother me all that much. Um, but it, it is something worthy of discussing. It's not something worthy of protesting and and getting all your your male panties in a bunch over. You know, I just legal don't... action has been taken. Yeah, yeah, that's, I, that's that is not a good use of of our energies and our legal system. And yeah, yeah. just like just yeah. don't go, just don't go to the Alamo Draft House. If you're that pissed off, just don't go there. And get your what do they serve there? Get your your brisket and onion ring somewhere else. Maybe they don't notice that like a lot of the movies that they like are men only screenings just because they are men only like just happen to be. But like, yeah, let us have a nice thing, assholes. <laughs> like fuck you, right? Right. Yeah. Like just let us, yeah. please. Uh, yeah, it's not like oh, uh, women should be their income should be taxed at a lower rate or something. Like Jesus Christ, that is harsh. It is. It's a fucking movie screening. We just want to watch the goddamn movie together. Yeah. yeah. And like, and Love like it. get to be, what? <laughs> so dumb. We're so stupid. This is what we argue about. It's, we are living in a golden age. Yeah. Half the planet is looking for water every day. And we're like, fuck you and your female only screening. What if we had a men's only screening? Like, shut up. This Champagne is- problems. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck off. Like, it was some, like, I think it was, I don't know, some podcast I was listening to where the the idea of putting a pipe of water in some Himalayan village meant that a bunch of the women didn't have to trek three hours each way to carry the day's water. Mm. And, like, and, and that gave them six more hours of the day. So we've been given every fucking hour of the day back. And this is this is what we decide to get angry about. You, you, you women, get me in, me. There's women in Africa who have to drop out of school because they don't have access to proper hygienic, like tampons and pads and like menstruation cups, and don't get to do anything and have to drop out of school and get sick. That's called civilization. No. Yeah, um, and yet. Yes, and yet here we are. All we want here. Is to just get to see the movie together. <laughs> this is such a rageful day of, of podcasting. I hope you guys are enjoying this. What if it was like a women only is... screening of like uh, any like Fifty Shades of Grey? Like I felt like oh yeah, there were well, I think every screening of Fifty Shades of Grey was women's only. Well, and I guess that's what. But I'm that was just s- the market speaking. Also, like if there was a movie that they were like, oh, we're gonna have a men's only screening of this, I'd be like, ugh. I wouldn't want to touch that screening with a 10 foot pole. Yeah. Have fun. I mean, Augusta National didn't. Let's take... see how many fights break out because men can't handle it. I mean, I mean think of all the white Just country clubs, whites only country clubs, the, all the men's only clubs out there. They're all over. And then we also talked about curves, you know, curves is women's only, you know, women Do, only. Are, are men mad about curves now? Uh, now that I've said it, they are. 
Yeah, they didn't know about it. They thought it was. We they wouldn't have, have puzzles to have on the walls. We wouldn't have to have fucking curves if men would just stop talking to girls when they had headphones in. Yeah, there you go. Well, Jesus, she, you walked in with headphones on. Oh, sorry, sorry. I. Uh, I'm sorry. just trying to work out. All right, jeez. What are you on your period? What a bitch. <laughs> oh. Darren writes in. What are you on your period? Is that is it weird that like I don't know any of our female listeners? I know Jane's listening because we're t- tweeting while you guys. Any of our female listener. Oh, I know. Oh, well, that's it's one the, out of three listeners. So I would blame the network. Um. <laughs> Queer. <laughs> Queer has spoken. Please. Wasn't it does not reflect reflect the uh, the views of any of the actual Murps. Oh, sorry, I just <laughs> noticed that there was no female host. Um, anyways, um, who, who isn't in porn? Because Katie Morgan used to have a show. Who? Uh, porn ex porn star. Oh, cool. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, oh, that my my first instinct when um, anybody says, "What are you on your period?" is to lash out with physical violence yeah so i'm glad i'm this far away from you men and women are equal dude that's like say asking me when i'm mad if i'm on my period and i want to punch you is the same as you know um when a guy goes up to another guy in the bar and says excuse me and then the other man's like what you know like i saw that the same thing weeks ago yeah yeah, when you're at your yeah, wine tasting. Yeah, at the, wine, the rage wine tasting. <laughs> um, I am rageful 28 to 31 days a month, so I, I've got no complaints. Uh, Darren writes in, Darren Husted from Wolf Amsterdam, which I believe is halfway between London and Manchester. That's not a Manchester accent. Um, he writes in, he says, Hey, Smurps, my new podcast starts tomorrow. It's called uh, Prince Track by Track. I'm going through all of Prince's songs, going to take two years. Uh, next, next week is the anniversary of Marty and Dan being on this morning show. Hey, I think, what, what number is it? I have no idea what number is it. Right now, when you get to a point when like two years might as well be 10 years. Like I have no idea. Everything, it, it could be 2005. The show has been on for way more than two years though, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, regards, Darren. P.S. Fuck Donald Trump. Here, here. Uh, Prince. Wow. Most of the time, the P.S.s are Kruger's balls. Uh, or or fuck Cleveland. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Or I th- my catchphrase. I think you will have a lot more legs than two years, Darren, with that sh- with that podcast. Because once his uh, estate is settled, they'll be like they'll find all these demo tracks and finished tracks and like basically three. Th- hundred albums worth of material the way they did with Tupac and Sublime times like 20. So you'll have um, a lot of shitty <laughs> shitty Prince songs to go through too. Uh, are you a Prince fan? Anybody? Steve? Yeah, I love Prince. I'm sad he's gone. Yeah. Uh, I am too. The end. The end. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to listen to every one of his songs. Not but. joke over. Uh, yeah. No, okay. he's good. That's a th- that's an interesting concept for a podcast. Yeah, I like it. And you can't spend too much time on one song. I like that too. We spend <laughs> the way we spend too much time on anything, any everything. On fucked out topics. Oh yeah. my god! It was the top of the hour twenty minutes ago. <laughs> Listening to Nooner on the. <laughs> um, where'd you go? Up there. On the live and shit network. Uh, Chris Miller, who's been dying to be on uh, the phone, 
but we we haven't been able to do that because we've been lucky enough to have Steve uh, when is, on. When it, Steve, when are you moving back to LA? I'll be there Wednesday, oh. but I don't know. I don't know when I'm officially officially back. Wait, like tomorrow? You're coming tomorrow, right? Yes. Okay. Cool. I'll, I'll set up the bed for you. Um, Bill Maher's sleeping in there. <laughs> that fucker. I gave him Good 24 morning, hours. Ah, in the ah. Oh my god! What I, the I fuck him, was that? Uh, this is our. This is Chris Miller because he's oh. been. He's been. Um, we want him on. And uh, because he always has good things to say, uh, we just have had Steve on, and we love Steve, uh, and we love Chris. But um, all right, whatever, here we go. Dude. We're, whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm boring, Cassandra. Uh, Cassandra, how was your audition last week that you had, or two weeks ago? Uh, well, I'm still here. Well, oh wait, would you have gone away? No. Oh, all right. Um, well, it's great that you're here. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry you didn't book <laughs> it. it. Would, I don't know if I didn't book it or not yet. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Jeez. So I'm a jerk. I'm a jerk. I probably didn't, though. All right. But thank you. Okay, here we go. Good morning, Marty and the Murps. Chris Miller here. Um, very quickly, kind of wanted to make an exciting announcement. A couple hours after the show last week, I was contacted by 2K Studios and was told that I had won a three-day pass to the Electronics Entertainment Expo, uh, otherwise known as E3, that will be taking place in Los Angeles next week. And subsequently, I will be in Los Angeles all of next week, from Monday to Saturday. I'm very excited to be there. Got a lot to do. There will be a lot of celebrities at E3, a lot of uh, studios to meet, a lot of networking to be done. But my Tuesday from... 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. is oddly empty. So I was curious if anyone had any ideas for something I could do. <laughs> uh, Have a good morning, everyone. And hopefully I'll see you next Tuesday. Is he oh. referring to right now? No, he's referring to next week. He sent it uh, oh, like a couple oh, oh, hours oh. ago. I was like, you had the fucking nerve to play that right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just, it just stacks up all that, that, that sack, sackage. Yeah, uh, right. Kruger, are you going to go to E3? Yeah. What do you, what? Wait, so he's talking about next week. Cause, yeah, 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 yeah. He's talking yeah. about next week. He's not, he's not driving around your neighborhood waiting for you to, to call right, him. Right. <laughs> um, have you been to E3 before? Uh-huh. And do do you like it? Yeah. Do they open it up to well, the public yet or is it still it's still just I don't I don't understand it. So uh, yeah, I think part of it's open and you know then there are private parties and shit like that. Right. But originally I believe it was industry only. I, I went once. Um Lance Mountain has been like a dozen times, correct? She works yeah, she's a huge Xbox. gamer. Huge gamer. Huge gamer. She um yeah, check out the Xbox booth. Uh, well, you won't see probably see her there, but no. um, but she. Well, they have like keynotes where they like you know how like oh, yeah. uh, Apple t- yesterday had a big keynote announced all this new stuff. They'll announce all these new games and new techs, etc. Yeah, um, and that's why Kruger's going. Here's the the irony, and and Chris, I'm I'm a terrible terrible person. Uh, and, and congratulations for winning that. Uh, I'm going on vacation all of next week. Uh, <laughs> I'm such a dick. I'm a huge dick. I will leave the door unlocked. And you can just let yourself in and set up all the equipment and and just go to town. But I am, I'm not going to be here 
Um, Kruger, you're welcome to set it up, up the machines if you want to, but um, um, we can figure that out later. But I uh, am going to British Columbia, so... Mm, nice. Yeah, I'm going to eat an oyster or two and have some poutine. Poutine. Uh, delicious. Oh, and by, uh, so... Uh, to answer Steve Owen's question, uh, Giselle is is taking a break. We wanted to have her back. Uh, we've been in touch here and there, but she's been doing a lot of uh, other performing. And yeah, dude, uh, have you seen her? Yet? No, but no. I know that she's and she's really into it. No, yeah, like when I talked to her, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. So she's super into this new. She's very fulfilled and happy right now. Yes, and and I don't think she wants to to fuck with that. Um, and um. Bill is recovering from going to some film festival in Rio or Brazil, something like that. Yeah. And then Mickey is in... Uh, Narlands. Baton Rouge. I'm sorry, Narlands? Narlands. 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 Uh, he's in the bayou. He's down in the bayou. Yeah, picking up the coffee. What am I doing next week? I swear to God, I'm busy next week. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we have no Mickey. Yes, we have no Mickey. Uh so that's the mail sack, everybody. Thank you guys for... That's for, so shitty. I know. I feel... I, Chris, I feel like I, I'm deliberately like sabotaging you being on the show. Um, but we would love to have you. Uh, you also could have not played it, you know, and then it wouldn't... It, like, well, sent he, sent it, email. he sent it at the be- in the middle of the show and he said, I've got this surprise to, to play for you. And, um, oh, we got a good morning from, from Not Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so and i was we've got a surprise for you chris <laughs> you're not you're not coming and hi jenny marie um she said that i would be super offended if someone asked if i was on my period justifiable rage completely of course yeah especially if you were on your period i would i would understand why you was so rageful see that's like the worst part is if you actually are on your period because it's like yes but that's not why i'm mad right uh well, I've had this happen multiple times when somebody says, you know, I apologize if I'm a bitch, but I'm on my period. If I'm a bitch today because I'm on my period. Oh. I'm like, don't, don't apologize for being a jerk. Just, just be better. Yeah, there is, be, there is like, the other side of that, uh, and that think, coin where because I get so mad because I don't want people to relate my period and the other things, I try not to use them as an excuse. Yeah, and... Yes, and I think that is even not, if it is my excuse, I won't vocalize. Right, and that's not a gender thing. That's just like a being. Just don't be a dick thing, you know. Or I really think that's one of my least favorite in quotes jokes that guys say, like, like a Bill Maher, like, yeah, she was on her period. I, oh, I he just find that oh. so effort, it's it's, void of effort. Yeah, it's cheap. I mean, basically, it's every joke we've done today <laughs> in the past yeah. hour and a half. This, this is a real cheap episode. Not yeah, we. Really, yeah, no, you I, I meant Evan and Steve. You, your <laughs> stuff has down, been all gold. All gold, all the time. Handspun magic. I don't even remember telling one joke today. Uh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, um, Queer told a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. There's a guy in China who was constipated. This is, this is a real story. This is not not an email? <laughs> it's not an email. Not sure, right? So there's a guy in China. Yeah. And Chinese man, he remembered uh, that there was this old folk remedy that, you know, if you're constipated, what you do is you stick an, a live eel up your ass. And uh, then they, uh, 
it got stuck there and he had to go to the hospital. And have you ever seen those uh, Chinese news stories where they do a C CGI CGI? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They did one for this, and it's pretty. Oh, funny. I thought this was a joke. I no, no, had a punchline. No, this is a real thing. I don't tell jokes. Oh. I only tell cheap, easy ones. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, I just love that. This is this is what this is what happens when you have poor education. Like <laughs> it's like oh. I seem to remember sticking an eel up my ass is the way to make. Oh, myself I thought you were talking about like because they had to re like CGI oh, no. animate those uh, news oh. stories because of the poor education that no, they had. No, no, it's it's just for pure amusement. I Wait, the eel was alive. Uh huh. Yeah. What, what what do you think it would do? How the hell do you even get it up your ass? It 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 would eat all that impacted poo, and then uh, yeah, I I don't know, but see, Chinese people be crazy when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't I I think I'm just a prude cuz I wouldn't know how to do that. I wouldn't know how to get that up there. I, 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 to yourself? How? There are videos and I won't say where to get them. Reddit. But, uh slash, what is it? Space dick? No. Is that what it is? <laughs> so what but what happened? Did he die? Did he get uh, the eel out of his ass? Uh, I I think they needed to Well, you can watch the uh the video. And nope. <laughs> and uh, you can watch the video, and he's got. Play the uh, sound from the video. Oh, yeah, here Is we he go. Screaming? Can you translate, Steve? This is Cantonese, and I only speak Mandarin. No, this is Mandarin. Oh. I, 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 I thought you meant. A video of the guy doing it, no, no, like they, a vlog stuff. I didn't realize it. I, you don't have to hit the, the audio for this. It's pretty funny though. They like, get this whole CGI thing, and the, the surgeon is wearing a gas mask, and, uh, <laughs> and there's, a, there's a green, like poofy cloud that comes out, or see, like, a gray this cloud. Is good comedy. <laughs> this is this. See, this is, and and there is an actual photograph of. Uh, the eel being removed, so they did have to. No, like, no, 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 they no. They had to cut shit open, and it is like two feet oh, long. Oh, dude! Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um, no, okay. Oh, hold on. Wait, I want to go. Okay, okay. Come, come over here. And yeah, it's see, people are just idiots. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um. So you know, I didn't see anything. I just see the eel, and the eel. I'm like, you ate a bunch of poop, eel. <laughs> Oh, you were mocking the eel, not the man for, for shoving it up his ass. Like, you're a stupid eel for getting caught and being shoved up some guy's ass. Like, what a weird force fed eel, eel. No one would have done that for you if they didn't think you were going to eat their shit. Okay, uh, I'm going to pitch Bill Maher a joke because he's going to do this in this upcoming week's show. Okay. Something, something, X Rex, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. Great. Uh, and, and I was trying to think of like a good joke for Bill Maher of like, well, you wouldn't be constipated if you didn't only eat rice. Lice, fly lice. What? Uh, it's I a like joke. <clears throat> yeah. Does rice make you constipated? See, that's why that joke's not very well thought out. That's why I thought Bill Maher might like it. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. If you have brown rice, it's full of full of stuff. Or they'd be like, gosh, it's weird that he was constipated because there's a lot of fiber in dogs. Uh, does anyone feel bad from that the That one eel? was better, but no one's laughing at it. <laughs> Wait, say that one again? Nope. Okay. Uh, I'll there's just... a lot of fiber in dog meat. Oh. Because Chinese people eat. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, solid, I, solid. I get it. No, I'm that was sorry. good. That was good. It's good for a girl. 
Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. I needed someone to make a worse joke than mine so that people could first start forgetting about the bad joke. <laughs> uh, Jane, the eel did die, and the sur- and the surgeons did eat it. Uh, no, they did. It's <laughs> a joke. I wasn't prepared. That was a joke. Okay. Uh, that was a joke. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. They, you know, they did it in the whole like Suchow way where they. They chop it up and they put sesame oil in it. It's delicious. With the mm. clinky, with the clinky, ding, 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 like on the, <laughs> on the bay. <laughs> oh, no, that's the Japanese thing, the teppanyaki. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that was good, though. You, I know. You really showed your Colorado ways, your Colorado roots. <laughs> the hell's that supposed to mean? It's, Oof, I'm just Colorado's saying a blue state now. Uh, um, there's a so very... this dude didn't have the internet to look up what to do when you're constipated? I don't what? think they have the internet in a lot of parts of China, do they? I don't know. I don't know. We'll never know. Because uh, maybe I. But how did he get to eel? Like, because he heard know? about it. And it was like a thing. Also, how constipated are you that you're like, fuck this? I can't take another moment of this. I got to do something extreme. Like, just take a nap. <laughs> or like, take a, or you know what helps with constipation? A light jog. Oh, good yeah, to know. And a light movement. jog and a cup of coffee. Yeah. And you're you're set. Squatty yourself. potty. I, do you have a squatty potty? No, my friend does though, and I like taking shits at his house. <laughs> oh, uh, Steve, do you have a squatty potty? No, but uh, the Chinese shit correctly. But they, see, they, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, finish. No, it's just that's it. More, we we shouldn't sit up on a throne. We should squat. That's, but I thought it is was that like how Chinese people poop. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, they have these these open hole toilets. In in all of Asia, in and, everywhere, uh, no, in, in they have like west. They'll say like there'll be a door that says like Western toilet or something like that, and that's a regular flush. Really, toilet. but yeah, it's just a hole, and you just squat over it. I've never actually used one, and I've been to China, been to China? a couple oh. times, but I just held it in, didn't poop for two weeks. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, and he uh, like there's an eel with my name on it when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Uh, yeah, like shit. Solid <laughs> like poops. my impact. Yes, 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 yes. Solid poops. Okay, um, go. But uh, yeah, so you squat over it, and but the squatty potty, I thought that you actually had to stand on it and balance on it. You don't. You still no, sit. No, no. You just you just perch your your feet up. Yeah, that, so it, it sounds so much easier. You're sitting on your on the toilet the way that you're, you know, bred to do, and then uh, you put your little feeties up on the squatty potty, and the squatty potty tucks back under the toilet when you're done with oh. it. Oh, okay. So we started. Now, was this constipation story like a cover story? Oh, yeah, like, oh, like how people say, "Oh, I, I, I slipped I, and fell," and right, I sat on the gerbil. A, there's a jar of that peanut butter in my ass. Feel. Yeah, um, like that. It just. It, how do you think I'm going to put a live animal into my rectum to ease my constipation? I, yeah. I just don't see the logic it, there. It, it damn they, near like, ki- they also found him in a closet with like a tie tied around his neck, and yeah. his dick was mm-hmm. out. Wrecked yeah. him, damn near killed him. See? Whoa. Okay. We, st- we started talking about terrorism and the state of the country and how we need to be vigilant and strong and resist. I prefer this conversation and that we're, we're happening at, now. We're at I the, wish that we would just do this all the time. It's poop and hack. That's all it is. Hack and poop. Pooping and hacking. <laughs> hacking on a poop and hack. That's our FM uh, drive time radio show. Poop and hack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm poop. I'm hack. <laughs> Nine thirty-seven. The four hundred five is the parking lot. We got weather and traffic coming on the fives. Pooping hack here. Coming to the studio is I don't know. Fucking Polly Shore. I'd be the token woman. Yeah, yeah. Just give us a, give us a traffic there, Cassie. Well, it's gonna do this. Ding 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 ding. Uh, her boobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
on that note, um, both women always does, they, they always do traffic too, don't they? I, the I don't know. Lisa May on on K Rock did it for decades until she didn't. Oh, Evan has he says now I have to poop. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah enjoy. Yeah. I mean, that, why you say that like it's a bad thing? Like that that's like a, a high point of my day. Except when you're in a public bathroom. Except when I'm in a public a bathroom. A single stall public bathroom that you can't take your time. Uh, I couldn't, I, I've never pooped outside until I went, uh, even going camping, I couldn't, just couldn't do it. You know, they call it a camper's clutch, I think is what they call it. <laughs> but then once I was out for like three days and it was just too much and... That was probably the best poop of my life. I um, we would go camping in Nebraska. Uh, wait, that's a thing. Yeah. Oh. We go camping in Nebraska. In the cornfields? No. Oh. At the lakes. Uh huh. And um, we would fill a bucket with like a trash bag and kitty litter. Oh yeah. And then that's what you would poop in. Some and like some people got creative and like, you know, rigged a toilet seat on it, but. <laughs> So by the, those were the fancy folk of Nebraska. Yeah, those, because you didn't want anybody taking shits in the RV. Oh right, <clears throat> stink up the whole place. Uh, right. All right. Well, on on that note, yeah, um, I can't believe I, I apologize to everybody <clears throat> that that's where it went. At, Why? It's more consistent. Uh, well, usually we get to the shit figuratively. Here we got there literally. Uh, Must be Marty. Everybody poops. Everybody poops except even Wonder Woman poops. Except for me when I go backpacking. Oh, you know who doesn't poop <clears throat> is Kim Jong Il. He he uh, he did not poop. He did not poop or pee um, because he was an enlightened uh, human being or no huh. sort of demigod. <sighs> yeah, that's what the reports were. And the first time he played golf, he had twelve holes in one. Honestly. Hmm. I think if Trump could get away with it, he would say that. He would say that too. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Cuckoo and pants, loony bins. Way to bring it back around to the, to the top of the show, Steve. You're going to be here next week, so people yeah. can come to the house if they want to see that happen. Um, and Cassandra, you're going to be doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if people want to watch me um, dress in drag to get in to see Wonder Woman, and that's—I understand—that's the only way you can see it in this yeah. in in this sort of SJW uh, America. SJW so, social justice warrior. Okay. Um, and um, so maybe we'll—I don't know what we're going to do. We'll, we'll figure out something, but. Uh, don't count on us being on next week, but we'll try to work out something. We'll, we'll, we'll make up a show or something like that. Let uh, that dude into your house. <clears throat> I, I told him, Chris, the door is unlocked. Right, Cassandra? Isn't that how you got in? I've, I've never had to knock before. But granted, I only come over during the times that I'm told to come here. <laughs> Sorry, guys, this whole time I was trying to reach over. Uh, so uh, please send your emails to noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, tweet us there. Thank you, Darren and uh, Tyson, for maintaining the, the Tumblr page. Thanks, everybody, for joining in and listening to Poop Talk. Chris, have um, fun at E3. Have a great time at E3. Record something uh, while you're there and send it in. And if uh, by some miracle Steve <clears throat> learns the, the equipment, maybe he'll do something here. Uh, and in the meanwhile, we will see you. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, oh shit. No, 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 never mind. My, my 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 new podcast coming out soon, but I don't know when, so I probably shouldn't plug it yet. Just wait, is it on? Net, is it on Netflix now? Is it no. on? No, yeah, but pretty soon we're just getting our theme song 
put it towards yeah. it, but we have f- four episodes in the can. Um, and God created podcast is what it's called. Okay, and when am I, when when am I going to be on? Never mind. Oh, Jesus, uh, you're one of those. You're one of those. You know. Yeah. Don't want anything until I got something. Hmm. That's exactly me. Senior Smoke <laughs> says I can't imagine. I cannot imagine walking into the, walking through the woods and seeing a pantsless Marty you straining to have a push. Well, I think it's in everybody else's mind now, thanks to that descriptive. Uh, description. All right, we will see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Bye. If that bus, 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 has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.